What's going on, guys? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast, Fight Club Edition. But before we get into the action, go down. Please hit the like and subscribe button down below. If you don't got time to watch us on YouTube, go ahead and check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else you get your podcast from. Don't forget to like and subscribe on there as well. Now, let's get into and, the new. Oh, and I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching. If you, I'm watching. I see. I see you watching and not like. I'm gonna put you in a rear naked choke. I'm gonna put hey, you in one. Hey, don't go don't, don't let him do it now. I'm gonna I go see him do it. But now let's get into today's episode. These are your hosts. I'm Paul Pickham Winham Concha, the sport encyclopedia and also a drunk gambler. And today I'm joined with. Hey, man, I'm Kev. You better go like this shit. So, boy, you feel me? And we coming through with that UFC Vegas. Did you feel me? Hey, man, I've never been to Vegas before. Paul, you've been to Vegas. Tell me about Vegas real quick, man. Man, that city, they do not sleep. You can do anything, everything at all times. Like, one in the morning, you go walk the strip. There's going to be 100,000 motherfuckers walking the strip with you. Like, it's it's crazy. It's like... <laughs> At all times all to go and it is hotter than a motherfucker like over here in florida it's hot it's hot as fuck here in florida but that vegas heat that dry heat oh my god you're in a desert like they really built this shit in a desert and you are dying so i understand why fighting happens in vegas because motherfucker like with all that heat going on bro it gets you a little stir crazy <laughs> but that's fine though man but no i'm fucking with it I feel like this is gonna be my best. This this card that today is gonna be my best. Like a good way for me to measure how I feel about the apex. After you asked me a question off camera, I was like, huh? I guess I use this one to be like, okay, how do you really feel about the apex? Because like, I feel like any you like Ali says, man, I'll fight you on the telephone booth if it if it a motherfucking sell fight if it a sell. So that's what I gotta respect it. And there was somewhere to fight when there wasn't anywhere else to fight. So let's see, let's see how that shit goes. And you can hear the connections. That's why I always had a special place in my heart. Is there they built it because you couldn't fight literally anywhere else. So they're like, well, in that case, bam, we're good to go now. Uh, but what was it? What was it? I think it's USC Fight Night Vegas 54. We got the main event, Jan Blockowitz versus Alexander Rockick. Kev, is there uh, anyone that you want to introduce, or like any one of these dogs you have a uh, you know a little bit a little bit about? No, nah, I was hoping you was gonna put me on game, man. I've been low key just looking into like UFC as a whole. I'm like, damn, bro, they got a lot of athletes in this motherfucker. But put me, oh, y'all block watching it. This motherfucker is ranked number one. He's a number one contender. Oh, this is a number one contender fight for real, for real. Uh, I wouldn't say that just because they haven't really – well, first off, they don't put number one contender fights. They don't, they don't ever really use that phrase for some reason. I guess maybe because, like, WWE maybe, like, came up with that. Maybe. I have no idea. But they don't use that phrase. Then they invented the interim title, which was the number one contender title, basically. If you get that title, you're going to fight for the title. So since that's not on the line – I don't think it's really like on the table because Rockick is like that super young prospect. He's phenomenal. He's always looked phenomenal, but 14 and two, 
he's kind of beating some older guys, but like he hasn't really beat that that next tier of person before you can really like this would be that next tier of person and then maybe he fights a title after this but maybe not Jan on the other hand former champion last fight he was champion until Glover Teixeira submitted him and I love I love Jan boy Jan that Polish power he got very technical striker got heavy hands like tree trunk arms tree trunk legs got heavy hands very smart and uh, he's good at wrestling. People think he's a phenomenal wrestler just because what they saw him do to Izzy. But it was different weight classes. Izzy wasn't wasn't the had the wrestling defense that he has now. But like Jan, he's not the greatest wrestler. But I will not say he's a bad wrestler. The only reason I won't say he's the greatest is because Glover Texera made him look like a, look like a child on the ground, submitted him like it was nothing, and then um a lot of his losses come from decision losses where he's getting controlled on the ground. So if he's the aggressor, he looks good on the ground, but if he's not, he's, if he's on his back, he, he doesn't look too well. And I don't know if, if you have terms for that, like in wrestling, Kev or someone who's really good at just like getting points, but if they were having to play defense on the, um, in wrestling, they're going to have a, like a, a long day. Probably. I don't, I, 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 I don't want to say no. Cause like, but that would make sense because there are people like that. We usually call them like getting stuck at the bottom because they usually get pinned. They stupid asses. <laughs> but um, that's pretty interesting because like I like I like Yon. I think what he took down Izzy like what like fourteen times like just fucking crazy crazy amount. But like Rockage is a truck. That boy young. That boy lean. And that boy got good genes. Like I don't know, man. And like I love to see the winner of this fight go fight Glover Teixeira because I've never seen anything out of this this um this um weight class yet. So I really want to see them boys somebody make something crazy that happen. Well, I I don't think that because Glover Teixeira has a title fight lined up right now with um the number two guy Yuri Prochaksa. I can't. That's Yuri. Everyone calls him Yuri, and that boy is a monster. I fuck with him heavy. So winner of that fight maybe winner of this fight could potentially fight um in the future because they are like you said Jan's ranked one because he was just champion just lost and then rock is ranked three even though he's very like he's still a young prospect like he's he's great but he hasn't really had that great number top five fight i mean he did fight anthony smith and anthony smith i think hovers around the five to seven range and he made him look like a child on the ground like rock is a very overwhelming presence in the ring like he he's bigger than you because he's it says he's 205 but he's like six four so he's big like he's big for his weight and he he shows it whenever he gets in the ring he looks like the bigger fighter he fights like the bigger fighter and he uses this like this overwhelming presence to like walk you down and then his last few fights just put you on the ground and not doing too much damage, but 12 minutes control time in his last fight in a 15 minute fight. Like you can easily tell who won that one. Like, but on the other side, you got yawn tree trunks, but heavy handed. I see him maybe pulling it. Like I'm not giving my pick yet, but like his, his way of winning too is like rocket hasn't seen someone that hits this hard. Like what's he going to do if yawn, who when fighting Izzy, I won't say they're even, but he wasn't getting overwhelmed on the feet. He definitely was 
fighting like hand in hand with Izzy. So he has, he's a very technical striker. I think probably the best, if not, he's top three in the light heavyweight division. So what's, what's Rockley going to do when he finally gets hit hard on the chin? What's he going to do when he like the unstoppable, like the, uh, the unmovable object meets unstop- like the, the unstoppable force? Like what, what is he going to do when he finally put in that situation? Oh no, man. We saw that at WrestleMania, blah, blah, blah. Hulk Hogan lifted that boy Andre the Giant, dropped his stupid ass. So we'll see. I'm no, I think I'm going for Rockies just because I don't like how my dog did that to Adesanya. But I think Jan has a championship experience. And then he has a good, he's a good technical fighter with those heavy hands. So like, I like him to really be able to, that'd be a good, that'd be a good bet. Age will play a factor. Jan's 39 now. He was also 38 when he's champion, so, like, take it with a grain of salt. We've seen some 39-year-olds that we talked about where we're, like, he's the one foot in the grave, like, just give up fighting. Whereas Jan uh-huh. is number one ranked. Like, he's this ageless wonder right now. Where's he from again? Poland. He's the Poland power. That we're, he represents it hard. He fucks uh, – puts uh, he put, gives him good rep because uh, there's a few Polish fighters who are just, like, just as nice as him. Um, the boys don't age out there. They only get better. That's what it looks like with him. I mean, winning the championship at like 37. Is that a record? No, because Glover won it when he beat him. Glover was like 41 or 42. I thought that motherfucker looked old as shit. I was like, damn, bro, this man's a champ. I thought, I thought he'd been champ for like ever until I was like, wait a minute. Y'all was a champ before this. That's crazy. Glover's kind of on his Oliveira run where he like, Second half of his career, he's went on this crazy win streak, submitted a lot of people along the way, and then got a chance to fight for the belt. And here he is. Bro, you hear that? Submissions. Get your submission skills right, and you can go on a win streak. I think this is Rocky's first five. Is this his first? Let me double check before I say that. I know this is definitely Jan's seen championship rounds because of. Yeah, this will be. Uh, Alexander's first five-round fight. He's only fought three rounders. Can he keep the gas tank? Because his cardio looks phenomenal. Like, he does have a great gas tank. Can he keep it for five rounds? Will we need five rounds? Ooh, let me see. Uh, I'm really split. Like this is a this is why you love the UFC. Like this is an even ass fight. Like they got this super young prospect versus former champion who's looking to be champion again. Like you don't his time for being champion is short. Like he's not he's better days are probably behind him. Give me Jan. I'll take I'll go on the other side. I'll take just because he's the underdog here. And I don't know, I don't know how he's the underdog. He's he's up in the mountains right now, training like Rocky. He has the hoodie on running through the mountains. He's he's, he's the underdog. He's the underdog. That's like Rocky's nice, like, but he hasn't fought five rounds. I think that's where Jan might play the slow slow games uh, play that like was grinded out and i don't think i don't think he wants to go to the ground i think he might catch rocket with a few like first round haymaker not in the fight but will change the fight like rocket won't won't be able to do much after that i respect it i respect it oh damn damn what if he rocks him with that haymaker just just stumbles his stupid ass and gets to kill him that's what I'm hopeful for. I'm gonna be honest. I, I I am very big on Yon. I think he is like like Glover's tapped him out, but 
that was a fight, honestly, like another head, like heads or tails. Maybe on another day, that would have been Yon with his hand raised. So I, we, we always say the light heavyweights aren't that deep for a division, maybe, but they're also very closely talented of a division, which makes it exciting. Like the number three guy versus the number, the number seven guy could honestly be like two even ass fighters going in the ring or the cage. I respect it. I love to see it. I just want to see this. This is my this is my first showing of this on weight class. And I want to see like a great performance. That's what I'm looking forward for. Like, I'm like okay, I haven't yet to see this weight class show out yet because like I thought I thought because there's some weight classes you sleep on like Volkanovski's weight class. I slept on that motherfucker until I understood how much better Volkanovski is than the rest of the world. So I was like, oh, oh this motherfucker's issue. Well, we're gonna find that out. We can talk about the the pound for pound and other weight classes because. Max Holloway is going to be fighting Volkanovski for a third time. And Volkanovski won both. But the second one was a split decision, which was a very close fight. And Max Holloway's number one. He's beating everyone he's had to be in. Like, you don't get a third shot at it unless you be in enough people. That's facts. What about um? What about the weight class with um, God of War and the boys? Uh, that one is the flyweights. They're deep, but they're more, I want to say, no disrespect, but they're more top heavy. Where outside of the top three, it it, get, it starts dropping off very fast from there. I would say the deepest, lightweight. You got the the Oliveira, Poirier, Gaethje, Islam, Chandler, Benil Darius, RDA, Conor McGregor, Tony Ferguson, Rafael Fasiv. Like these are all main event fighters. Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker, and then um. Your boy Usman at the welterweights. Yeah, they got Kobe. I don't even know who Leon Edwards is, but he's a problem. Oh, he's fighting uh, Usman for the uh, uh the belt next. Oh, Haz- Hazmat, Gilbert Burns, Luke, Masvidal. Did you say Muhammad? He did just beat Luke. And then- or he is above Luke. Ooh. And then don't sleep on number 15 ranked Shavat Rachmohoff. That man, no one wants to fight that prospect. Undefeated. He's from like, I want to say like Iran. I don't, he's from some like uh, small countries, Middle East or maybe Europe, but he's Asian. That's why he stuck with me. He walks out, he looks, definitely looks like he's, a, he's an Asian man, but then it's like he represents like Pakistan or something. I was like, what? Like, that's wild. Respect. <laughs> and then the heavyweights you do love your heavyweights this is like the resurgence of the heavyweights these are like all the names are about the name young talent bro really so like from 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 Aspinall definitely young talent um who else have I seen fight Ramadan Der- oh Ty with the shoeies Derek Lewis Curtis Blades I haven't seen him fight yet but I've heard nothing but good Stipe, did you tell me he was probably the greatest of all time? He's probably the greatest heavyweight of all time. He's all the defenses he had. He's beat Nugano. He's the reason why Nugano's the fighter he is today because Nugano was just a man with the cannon on the right hand up until Stipe outboxed him. He couldn't touch him. Like that, that whole concept, like what are you going to do when you can't hit somebody? And then he, he couldn't wrestle him because Stipe is like a, I don't think he's an all American wrestler, but he, he's a phenomenal wrestler. So, 
he just put a, he basically put a clinic on of this like welcome the welcome to your UFC moment. It just happened to be for, for Francis. It just happened to be against the champion at the time. Damn. Like, cause he got so far with straight athletic ability and God's gift, and then like learning the technicalities of striking, and then like just like all like especially with heavyweights, all all it takes is just one one hit to the chin with him, and it's out it lights out for anybody. Damn. So it's like similar to um. So you think Fury? Hopefully, Fury did that for Wilder. Yeah, they, that's why I say Nagano versus Wilder would really be the fight to make because Wilder's not the most technical boxer, whereas like Fury probably would keep the distance, be smart about, whereas like I feel like Wilder and him really would just stand in the middle and just duke it out. Bang it out like bosses. Yeah, whose chin is not as mighty. And they, and I can just preview the previews like I'm a warrior, I'm a champion. Like them boys are really being that bitch going at it. Like Kamaru was on um, Pat McAfee for a little bit talking about him and Canelo. He was like, him and Canelo fight would work so well because they're both pound for pound champions and it's not going to be a whole bunch of screaming and talking. It's going to be motherfucking, oh, I feel like I'm going to do this to you. I have this skill set and I feel like I'm good enough to do this to you. And like that shit it will sell fights. My, I'm a, I'm a, I'm on the other side of that argument. I don't think that fight works as well as some people think because these people who they are better fighters than Conor McGregor, but no one's had the like that UFC pool like Conor McGregor and the, the star statum that like just he's bigger than UFC. Like to this day, like he's bigger than probably every like a whole lot of these fighters put together. And uh, a lot of these fighters are way better than him technically, like as a champion, all that stuff. But like, and then Floyd was just like champion of champs and hot at the time. And I just don't think Usman way better fighter but there's only Usman he gets like 500,000 buys McGregor was getting millions like it didn't matter who he fought like he was and then is those same like who's really gonna buy the boxing fight at that point so I don't think it works as well some people think I would love to still see it even though I think Canelo wins it easily it's Usman's not a boxer um it's just simple as that but yeah no I want I'm definitely gonna check that interview out though too bad Pat Matthew got caught on fire. Kit. Yo. Before, uh, do you have anything to add about this fight or any more pound-for-pound talk? I really want to see – I really want to start seeing the cycle again and start seeing different – um, like fresh me coming in to see if somebody can really uh, dethrone a lot of these dudes because these dudes are nasty. Volkanovski, Adesanya. Oliveira, um, Usman, motherfucking Nagano. Like, I really want to see, like, the king, because there's a lot of great talent in the UFC, these champions versus champions. So it's going to be pretty cool. But that's that's all I got, man. And I want to see Nunez and Pena, because, like, that's the ultimate fighter um, season finale. I want to see that. Nunez was untouchable till Pena knocked her off that, that, that throne. That's crazy. No, it really is like, like well, that is definitely another rematch that has to be made immediately. Hell yeah! But shit, man, that's all I got. Yes, sir. Well, there's been another episode of Totally Blitz once again. Uh, if you haven't, go down, like this episode, subscribe to the uh, channel, and if you're our podcast listeners, same goes out to you. Like and subscribe. Shit, even shoot shoot a comment down below what you think. We we'll always respond. And as always, this was Paul Pickle Winnem Contra. 
and th- that was that boy, little K Kev or Kev Water Water Boy Savoy. And this has been another episode of Totally Blit. Problem quick, the problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools, you can call them boy crap, man. This gang got rules, man. You better watch your passes. This ain't not.